it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Is that high? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But high, high means yes. Oh, okay. Or like, like you're listening kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I got okay. you. Like, hi, hi. Like I say, right. Someone made some right. comment on the podcast reviews or something about how Meg says right too many times. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. Calm down. You should start saying left. I did. Left, 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 left. It's <laughs> so wet. I can't believe you went into the deep, dark dungeon of our podcast reviews. No, because some of them are sunshine. <laughs> some of them are nice. <laughs> I haven't looked at them in a while. But if you feel called to give a review, we would so appreciate it because then I probably would look at them. But sometimes they scare me. <laughs> True. Sometimes it's identical to looking up Megan Wells on Reddit. So, you know, As, yes. <laughs> actually, I feel people, that people either hate us or love us. <laughs> There's no in between. I like met some new friends in Japan and they went down the Reddit hole. So of you or my yes, Reddit hole? Me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love so when now new friends they know you dirt well. on you. Yeah. The um uh, what's the word? It's not I was gonna say real. it's not even real. Like it's not even true. That's the best the, mouth, the gossip yeah. on the you. Goss. Yeah, and it's like not even it's so funny because of only they knew. Um, and we're probably gonna be this right now is probably going to be talked about on Reddit. On Reddit, like, yeah. This is literally like minute, movie. minute like 2.22 on episode 91. They said <laughs> they they gave us a shout out. <laughs> Gosh, that's so good. So, anyways, um, so you're back in America. When did that happen? Uh yeah, so we're recording this on a Friday evening, so just a few days before this comes out. Well, it's like Friday, 4 p.m. Feels like midnight to me. Um, and <laughs> Rager. <laughs> Megan's rocking a baby. Rager I am. For Meg. We're really, we're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she knew, uh, she just woke up. But yeah. yeah, so I got back at like midnight last night. Um, yeah. I was like 30 plus hours of travel. I don't even know. I flew from Iwakuni to Tokyo, Tokyo to Atlanta, Atlanta to Louisville, and then rented a car and drove to where I live. So, yeah. So, yeah, feeling good. Feeling really alive. Feeling (laughs) alive. What I will say is I put away all my clothes in my suitcase. I, this leads into my head. Yes. So I did so much today. I dropped off the rental car. I got Chick-fil-A. I went and got silverware at TJ Maxx. I stopped into Target because I had ordered to the store. Um, They have like my uh, outdoor, like uh, 
seating okay. on sale. So I bought two more chairs. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll have to link them They're I love, I love them. Um, so I did that. I've put together one chair. I hired lawn people. They came over, cut the grass. Wow. I went through all of my mail and that's also my heck no is the amount of mail you had things that have decided to not come via email. Oh no. <laughs> like one company literally sent me eight, eight. Mail. Oh my gosh. So one a week almost. Uh-huh. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. The final notice. Fine. And like, that was not even a real bill. It was like trying to sell me, um, something for the house. I'm like, I don't need that. It was like, if you die, you can have your whole house paid off. I'm like, yeah, that's called life insurance. Okay. I don't need that. So (laughs) yeah, it was like, they always try to sell you on it. I don't even know, but, um, so yeah, I really did get through a lot and, um, you just had a productive day for having four hours of sleep. Yeah. 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 Impressive. very tired, but yeah, that's my heck yes and heck no. I totally skipped over you. Um, but yeah, well, it does no, feel good to be back. So together. Good. I mean, I'm, I'm like kind of, um, jealous of that TJ Maxx run. I, my heck <laughs> no is that Avery and Carrie were out of the house today from like 12 to like six. And so I was like in my head, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so wait to done. six. From 12 to six, because he had to drive two hours away to take our car. It has like a recall or something. And so he- Wait, what time is it there? It's four right now. Midnight to 6 a.m.? No, no, no. 12 in the afternoon until 6 p.m. He's gone. Oh my gosh. This whole time I thought he was upstairs using the 3D printer. No, no, no. The 3D printer just goes. You just (laughs) set it up and it just goes. Yeah, guys, we have a 3D printer. Um, Sorry, I was literally <laughs> like, I'm so confused. So where there's a recall on the car on our Mazda and it needs God. an airbag replaced or something. I don't know, whatever. So he's taking, he took Carrie with him. Um, and it's two hours away. And so they're there from 12 to six. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I have one kid. The house is a lot like quiet. I'm going to get so much done. And so I'd written down that I was going to go to Hobby Lobby first to look at a wreath or yep. to find a wreath. And then I was going to go to Aldi's and get groceries. And I was going to go to Publix and get a couple of things. Um, and then come home, nap, do the recording, clean the house some more, get dinner ready so they can come home to dinner. Um, as I was heading to Aldi's, I was like, I have zero time for Hobby Lobby. So if I want to have my nap, I've got to knock Hobby Lobby off the list. So I had no leisure shopping. It was just all grocery shopping, which is like, blech. And then as I was grocery shopping and I got home, Jeannie really wanted to eat which like I don't blame her and so I'm feeding her and I'm like speed throwing all the cold stuff in the in the fridge that means I have to go back and declutter the fridge and reorganize because I'm just throwing all the cold stuff in there so that stays cold and then at that point I realized I would have like 40 minutes until the podcast and she's awake so if I wanted to nap that meant I'd be putting her to nap which means she also probably wouldn't sleep through the podcast recording. So then I was like, well, my nap just got screwed and I didn't get to go to Hobby Lobby. So that's great. And I haven't cleaned the house yet and they're going to be back earlier than I thought. So my heck no is that I just didn't just instant cart or Instacart. What's it called? Instacart or instant? Either way, I boycott them. So it doesn't matter. Why? <laughs> Why do you boycott them? First of all, you're not a failed mom. You just really needed a nap 
I really want, I have not had a single day where I haven't at least laid in bed, if, even if my eyes didn't close because Jeannie didn't want to fall asleep. There has not been a day since Jeannie has been earthside <laughs> outside of my tummy. Breathing. I haven't laid in bed for like 45 minutes. And so mentally, I'm like trying to tell myself, like, it's not the big end of the day. Wow. Wow. It's not the big of the deal. It's not that big of a deal. It's not the end of the world. Um, but I also am like, I'm tired. So it kind of is. <laughs> it's fine. Wait, why do you boycott Instacart? Because this has happened twice to me. So when I lived okay. in Virginia, obviously I didn't have a car. So if I was having a party or something and making different, you know, appetizers, whatever right. it was, or I was in a pinch for time, I would instant cart and that I used it twice. And this happened two times is it would be like something simple, like onion powder. And I would need it for the recipe, you know, and they would just be like, oh yeah, I can't find the onion powder skip. And it'd be like, well, now I have to freaking Uber to the store anyway, just drop, just leave it all. I don't even need you anymore because now I have to go to the store anyway to find the onion powder that you just decided not to get. Cause I know they have onion powder because I called and it was in stock and I even gave him the (laughs) aisle number. Okay. At Wegmans in Virginia. (laughs) And I was like this, I literally wasted time and money waiting for these groceries to come when I had to wait for them to come and now get an Uber to the grocery store Mm. to get the thing that I needed. That's fair. I never used them until this pregnancy and, or till this postpartum and I've used them like three times so far and they've done really well, except one time they dropped off an extra bag that wasn't mine. And I was like, I don't like this sweet and savory snack mix, but thank you. Now I have it, (laughs) (laughs) but they've been pretty good. Um, I would be bitter too though because onion powder is like in stock in every store ever so except for like in like the military grocery store in japan doesn't exist there but onion powder what <laughs> what are you gonna do you're gonna have to not salty back <laughs> they literally i went there two weeks ago so there's like a grocery store on base like an american grocery store right in japan on every base there's i think and they didn't have onions or onion powder well, then you're just SOL. What are you going to do? <laughs> I did. I like went, there was like a little like hut thing off base of some yeah. local selling a little onions. Hut. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I, <laughs> that I got onions from, but I was like, this is the most like communist thing ever, but um, <laughs> not the hut, the like, the like, the fact that random, they have it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we're having a shortage of um, baby formula. Yeah, baby formula is and like that gets me so fired up because that is actually a national like that should be a, a national it should crisis. Be. It should be a national emergency. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. the thing is also I blame the FDA because there's plenty of formulas they li- use in Europe that the FDA won't approve just because they have like an eight year approval process. Right. Right. All these three letter government agencies just need to get the heck out. I know. So yeah, that, that could fire me up, but on a different note. Oh, my, I don't know. Yes. Oh. Yeah. You're like, yes, on a different note. <laughs> you're like, Meg, take it away before I get fired up. <laughs> also my heck no, but it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. And heck yes, but yeah. Um, my heck yes is that Jeannie's baptism is tomorrow. And I guess another heck no is that 
we're not we weren't able to time it so that you could be out here too and obviously we there was no way we could time it that patrick could be out there too <laughs> but, sorry but, boy <laughs> um my it's my head guess because our priest last week or this past sunday um is this father peyton he's the same one that's gonna be doing the baptism for her he's also the same one that was there the day we found out we were pregnant and then gave me a blessing <laughs> um he was talking about how like the amount of times that he hears people say like, oh, well, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not anymore. And he was like, the hat, no, like that's not how it works because at baptism, your soul literally changes. Like you have a, like a different soul. You are now Christ's forever. Even if you decide you want to go dance with the devil for the rest of your life, I hope you don't want to, but if that's what you choose to do, you have free will, but you're always Catholic. You're always Christian. You're always god's son or daughter after baptism and i was like wow i really like how he explained that um because i you hear that all the time like oh well, i was yeah. raised catholic but i but now i believe in abortion being fine and like i don't i don't believe in any of that catholic stuff anymore and it's like well that's fine if you don't believe in it but you're not no longer catholic you're still catholic. you're just a bad catholic <laughs> <laughs> We're judgy over here. <laughs> no, but the, Father Peyton said that specifically in his hallway too. He was like, I mean, cool, but you're still Catholic. You're just not a good one. It's <laughs> like, I mean, fair. So Austin, the basic Catholic. Yes. Which is also Father Peyton's friend. Yeah. Um, I was FaceTiming him the other day and I said something about like, oh yeah, this guy know baptized Catholic and he, or baptized Baptist. And he's like, no, no, no anyone that's baptized is baptized Catholic because they're baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. Oh, they're in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. Like if we, you know what I mean? And I was like, huh, I never thought about it. Like I, I actually would love more of, uh, I need to ask him, like pick his brain more about why that mm. is, but, um, do we yeah, hear the hiccups over here? Yeah. Okay. Cute. Great. <laughs> I thought it was you popping off like a chapstick top, you know, like, <laughs> like this. No, it's literally, Oh, well, that sounded identical to right? it. Right. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. She's done now, I think, but she's literally asleep, hiccuping in her sleep. Um, no, that's actually really interesting that you say that because I've always kind of wondered that. And Avery brought that up when, there it is. Um, <laughs> Avery brought that up when we were trying so hard to get Carrie baptized and that our church in New Mexico is giving us such a hard time about it. And we were having to jump through all these loops and everything or all these hoops. Wow, I needed my nap. Um, he, <laughs> I'll jump through loops with you. <laughs> great. He was like, I just don't understand. Like, I'm just going to go baptize her in the tub then in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, because that's what happened to me in Lake Tahoe as a Protestant. And the Catholic Church recognized it as a full baptism when I came into the church. And I was like, I mean, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh-huh. That's the thing. I'm like, when people don't believe about the Trinity, I'm like, why that's so confusing? Because you baptize in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people always bring up the trinity in regards to like oh, either mary or there's something that avery always says i think it's where does it say we should pray to mary or something or maybe it's confession but avery's like well you believe in this the trinity right and they're like yeah and he's like the trinity is never listed anywhere in the bible yeah like specifically listed Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three and one. That's not in, uh -huh. that's not even in the Bible. So why do you believe in that then? Where did you get that from? Right, the exactly. Catholic Church. 
Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh wow this is a theological conversation which honestly that's probably like my biggest one of like uh what word am I looking for I'm gonna be zero help as we know non-confident topics is theology theology. yeah Uh yeah same it was I was pretty on point with it when Avery and I before we were dating because he was asking me a ton of questions Mm, and I was having to like exercise that knowledge and seek out answers and learn more um but now I feel like shoot I can't even say words right on this podcast and then I also just feel like my brain is mush in this season of life right now so I'm like I don't think theology is my uh, forte but I I love hearing other people that are knowledgeable and like priests and stuff talk about it because I'm just like so fascinated but it's so good yeah I need to that's typically not the books that I lean towards is yeah. straight theological books. Um, what I can't. I'll, yeah, what else? Yeah, exactly. Like I love Scott Hahn and he, St. Paul Institute, something like that. He has like great courses in, um, that you can watch and things mm. like that and um workbooks that go along with it and I nice. feel like that's the best way to learn theology is nice through Scott Hans um or St. Catholic. Paul something yeah St. Paul um, Institute sounded right but I don't know yeah it just sounds yeah. good so maybe it just maybe it just sounds good I don't know um <laughs> <laughs> that or Catholic Answers podcast that was a really interesting one for Avery and I to listen to because they'll have people call in live on the podcast oh answer it with okay. like biblical references and stuff so um but yeah. well yeah before we jump into today's topics and today's topics just kind of first of all all the like um all the feedback from last week's podcast so fun and before we jump into this topic Megan do you want to tell them about what next week is and what we need you guys to call in about Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, what is it? Your best confessions. Yes. Just give us your best confessions, things that you haven't told many people or you haven't told anyone just anonymously call in and tell us, um, heck you could even email us through our website or text us or yeah. Or text us through the number, like either one, either three of those options Uh would be great for your best confession or worst confessions, best confessions. with the most tea you know right like someone (laughs) I got the inspiration for this from someone's story um that I was following she did like a question box for best confessions and someone literally said I buried my hamster without knowing that they go into hibernation so she literally (laughs) buried her her hamster alive um (laughs) that's freaking terrible (laughs) So but, call yeah. in at 312-775-2615. Try to keep them under, you know, around under three minutes for sure. But like yeah. two minute is max for our listener attention span and my attention span. So um, <laughs> TC's ADHD, guys, come on, let's help her out here. <laughs> so yeah, that is going to be great. One I saw on Instagram the other day, she was like, 
confession. Uh, my sister convinced me that when my dog was going to the bathroom in the yard, like, did you see this one? You sent it to me and I, I were crying. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong of this, how it went, but that my sister convinced me that when the dog would go in the yard that to make like to be respectful to the dog and make the dog feel more comfortable I also had to go to the bathroom in the yard when when the dog went to the bathroom <laughs> so she was like eight years old and finally got a chance to take out the dog and she like pulled her pants down went to the bathroom with her dog while her parents were right there gardening and they're like what are you doing <laughs> I can't that I mean the fact that her sister was able to convince her of that is amazing uh-huh but that's so embarrassing but we need confessions like that I'm gonna really have to think long and hard about about my confessions I know um, me too but I yeah you can do them I have any you can do them anonymous um mm-hmm. but yeah those are so good oh my gosh I do have a confession that happened at a nail salon feel so bad about <laughs> oh no oh gosh okay well tune in obviously yeah next week you guys to hear some yeah. nail salon confession oh man the teaser um they're piping hot over here yeah yeah um okay so before we jump into what we're going to talk about today, which you probably already got a sneak peek from the topic, like the title of this, we're going to talk about live action. They are a sponsor of ours and they are the go-to media site um, to check out all things uh, pro-life, um, anti-abortion, everything, all the news, updates, educational, all the arguments, everything. Um, it's live action ORG on Instagram, but they have the best videos, especially mm-hmm. with everything with uh, Roe v. Wade coming out right now, like knowing your yeah. facts, knowing your stats, knowing all of that. The best place to go is live action, whether it's their website, their YouTube, their Instagram. Um, they have so much content that is going to be helpful to any conversation you have. Even if like I get DMs asking about something, I'll send a piece of live actions content. Cause I know that they're going to explain it better than anything I can type out. Yeah. Um, they're like the go-to, like we just said, the go-tos for theology. They're the go-to for this. Like there's no, no one better no one right. that explains it better <laughs> and they just have like cute feel good videos that they repost to about like adoption and mothers choosing yeah. life and things like that so um they're the source for all things pro-life anti-abortion l-i-v-e-a-c-t-i-o-n-o-r-g on instagram and go ahead and give them a follow so today we got this idea for this topic because we had two voicemails call in about sex and I had and, a DM. So it yeah. was like, good things come in threes. So we have to do this. <laughs> Is that how it goes? I lucky don't know. Three, something about, I don't know. I thought threes were lucky, like a three leaf clover. That's four leaf, Megan. All clovers are three leaf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she needs her nap. I need to take a nap. I need to go to bed right right now. now. I'm going to take a nap right here. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Anyways. We, I don't know exactly where this conversation is going to go. Which is Um, so awesome. Which is so scary. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> Especially with Megan and sex. So <laughs> what are you saying? Who said that? Have two kids. Who said Listen, that? it works. <laughs> uh, it works. Oh my, she's doing it right, guys. <laughs> I know something about it. If we're <laughs> we're popping out babies, she's successfully doing the sex. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, where do we start? <laughs> are we starting with the voicemails or do we want to start with my? Oh, deep? yeah. Okay. Let's start with this one voicemail. This is like, yeah, let's do that and then we'll work our way, work our way backwards. Hey, ladies. I just wanted to say heck yes to marriage. Um, I got married recently and I wanted to say another heck yes to the podcast because the tip about coconut oil is. Um, Let's just say it's very helpful. So thanks for talking about all the things nobody else will talk about. Love you guys. Bye. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Can I share? I got to share something funny about coconut oil real quick. So our family came and helped us unpack our oh, no. U-Haul. Oh, no. <laughs> I, this is, should this go the confession one? <laughs> no, no, because it wasn't. It's something that a lot of people know now. And Avery tells the story to people too. It's hilarious. But they're helping us unpack and we just threw stuff in the U-Haul. Plus we drove for days and went over bumps and stuff. So things are everywhere. And my dad pulls out this giant tub of coconut oil and just like a Costco size. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. You might as well just buy in bulk when you want lots of kids. But he, or would kind you of, love your husband? That too. That too. That first and foremost. Are you kidding me? I thought that was just a known thing. Um, but he just kind of looks at it, but with a look that you can't read. Like you can't tell if he knows what this is for or if he's just confused. <laughs> and he like, just Dad, can't. We don't. We yep, don't use he, Crisco anymore, okay? Coconut oil I for know. baking. Canola oil is terrible for you, Dad. Like, obviously, only coconut oil now. Um, and he just hands it to Avery, and Avery just says, like, yeah, I can take that, and just kind of walks away with it. And to this day, we do not know if he knew or if he was just confused. But, yeah, love good coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So... Um, I feel like some people might be really confused right now. Oh, this um, is true. And if we they are really confused, can't. then I should not be the one explaining it. Um, <laughs> but what I will say, so Patrick and I were gifted a little Tupperware of coconut oil that didn't smell like coconut oil, like didn't smell like coconut. Apparently there's coconut oil that actually doesn't smell like coconut. And I don't, I don't think ours smells at all what it doesn't smell like coconut no to me it's like crisco where it literally doesn't smell like anything then you must have the kind that doesn't smell like coconut oil okay all right cool if you put your nose in it let maybe, me know maybe we'll that's the thing maybe i haven't put my nose in it <laughs> so i i'm just saying i only ever scoop a little out of there and i don't really sniff it so. you've never smelled coconut oil while baking no because the coconut oil i have for baking is literally liquefied coconut oil so it's just like having canola oil but not bad for you okay so whereas the coconut oil we're talking so about is the like hard coconut oil that kind of melts as you use it 
before it's so awkward. <laughs> I just because oh. I don't know exactly what our audience age is, but I guess I should expect it to be high school and up, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, and and my father and my father-in-law. So, <laughs> well, that's your fault. I'm sorry they're committed. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, they know how it works. <laughs> We're here. Right? <laughs> so, Anyways, sorry, you were gifted coconut oil. It doesn't smell like coconuts. Yeah, in this cute little Tupperware. And it was in like, like it had wrapping paper and everything. And then it was like a pack of like 10 colorful hand towels, like washcloth towels. That's adorable. Yeah, before our wedding by one of our groomsmen who like him and his wife are awesome. That's so but, genius. I'm like, that was seriously the best gift ever. Yeah. And I want to do that to all of like the Catholic couples I know that were like waiting till marriage that I go to their weddings. Like the little Tupperware, like that was so convenient. Like the hand towels, that's so convenient. Like right. I just, we didn't think of yep. those details. Yep. And yeah, so like, I was like, that is such a great idea. That's um, adorable. And it was just really thoughtful and mm-hmm. um, yeah, just kind of like passing on the experience or whatever. Yeah. So that's how you know they yeah. support you in your marriage. Pitted <laughs> <laughs> me of it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I go to Megan's house, giant coconut oil sitting <laughs> on her uh, bedside table. Depending on, on if Carrie got into the drawer or not, okay? <laughs> Typically, it should be put away. It's not decoration, okay? Is it sitting I, on the floor right now? Or no, um, no, it didn't. It's in its little drawer. Little Bed, drawer. It's a little bedside drawer with our massage oil. <laughs> okay, I need to stop sharing details about My massage oil is I, not sexual. I, I pay people to do massage oil on me. That yeah. sounds like <laughs> if you make it sexual, that sounds like prostitution, okay? Like <laughs> Avery won't go to get a massage with me for that reason though he's like no other girl is going to give me a massage and I was like okay Um, I'm like please I really want to do a couple's massage I will pay other women to give you massages I know I like they're better at it than me my my thumbs get tired quickly like come on I know I'm like I know for sure that they can do it eight times better than I can do it and I know you'll say that you like your wife doing it and like but I he will never say no to a massage though um, who your husband Patrick yeah okay, but it's like yeah, Avery you will. just you need to give him the experience of a couple's massage I know but he won't even go with me and and every time I go and get a massage I try to like remember what they're doing on my back so I can remember it to do it on his but then I fall asleep and then I forget yeah yeah so then I I don't come home with any new tricks for massages <laughs> just sorry the way you said tricks I'm like there's so many <laughs> sexual innuendos here that it just uh, do we have another voicemail okay but real quick about tell me tell me massage is Patrick and I always said like you know how you can do like couples cooking classes and stuff like that we would love to take a couple's massage class where it's like a teacher and like like two teachers or whatever and they're at the front of the room show and like everyone's fully clothed okay yeah but showing how to like where how to do the massage, where to put the pressure, That's like genius. the science behind it. And we would love to pay for a couple's class on that. that would, I'm genius. sure there's like master classes or stuff like that. But like, 
I probably wouldn't watch it. I would buy it, but probably not watch it. Right. Versus- but it's one of those things where it's like if you had a dance lesson or something, you want to do it in person. You want to go and like, like, I don't know. That, I mean, I would pay for it. that because uh-huh. no way can I pay for a couple's massage, apparently. So <laughs> I kind of learned. I these think things. you just need to do one, like buy one, and be like, babe, like made some extra money here, got us a couple's massage, can't wait. And it just gives no option. Option <laughs> is not no. Um, <laughs> sabotage. And he once he goes there, what is what is he gonna complain about getting a massage? Uh I don't know. I don't know. I have I don't know. I truly don't know. What if you get one to come to your house? That would be super cool. But I don't think that that would. Yeah, they do that in like bigger, like Atlanta and San Diego. (laughs) So I don't know about Auburn, Alabama, but maybe. I mean, our chiropractor comes to our house, but I don't know if I can. They probably do massage. They probably know people. I'm sure they outsource to people from massage. Maybe my midwife knows someone. (laughs) You could do an at home. An at home massage. That'd be nice, except Even I kind of like the, getting away. Yeah, the whole idea of like going to a couple's massage is going to like a relaxing like right, right. Not my home, not with the laundry in the corner. <laughs> yeah, not thing. with yeah. like this. I want the sounds of a soothing like Japanese river Japanese in the background. Forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. That took us on a tangent. Um, the next one is short and sweet. And Megan, you will understand because you mentioned it last podcast. Oh, man. Hey, Susan, Megan. I just want to share a huge head yes to being six weeks postpartum and getting the okay to have sex again, especially after having a very low sex drive during pregnancy, which really sucked. And I felt bad for my husband, but now we're good to go and everything's back to normal. Um, so heck yes oh my gosh good for them I kind of want to know though like did she call in obviously she does not need to call back and tell us this detail but like it's an important one I feel like if she called in as she got cleared or as she was cleared after they've already been able to have sex and everything really is good because that was the thing (laughs) that was I'm just saying and everything really was good well because I was I was so caught off guard I was like when it happened to me the first time with Carrie I was like heck yes I'm cleared especially because she mentioned her husband and you know we're all thinking of our husbands right like good for them for going six to eight weeks um which side note a lot of people that I did not realize you can have sex while you're pregnant you're not going to poke the baby just right. saying this <laughs> oh that's true yeah yeah yeah. right it, it is oh my a gosh common, yeah. like, you're supposed to ask that people i know a lot of guys think, that did not know that well for that reason yes but also like i realized when i started opening up my stories in like my instagram page about uh to questions about sex one of the ones people had was is it okay to have sex when you're pregnant because you can't be open to life and I was like, you are literally already open. You have a life growing inside of you. Yes, <laughs> you're fine. So yeah, that and you will not poke the baby. But for postpartum, the guys wait six to eight weeks. So the minute you hear you're cleared, you're like home free. But then sometimes things aren't actually home free down there. And no I one never told even you that. heard that term home free, but I'm taking it. <laughs> I thought you say home for rise. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, whatever, Meg. <laughs> I'm on four hours of sleep and you didn't have your nap, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, well, just sometimes things like literally aren't okay down there. And then you are left confused because your doctor said that you were cleared, but it's like, what does cleared even mean if I can't they have They weren't sex? inside of you. They I mean- do. No, they totally checked what, I don't know what they did, obviously, at this girl's um checkup but for me it was like they do like a cervical check and stuff to make sure things are kind of fine and then even if you're still bleeding a little they'll tell you that you're cleared and that you're fine and naturally them doing a cervical check on you is going to be a little uncomfortable so you're like okay well I guess I'm cleared like they know what they're looking for and then you go back and try to have sex and you're like well wait why does this suck (laughs) why is I mean for the first time when you have sex it doesn't mean anything's wrong down there just because it hurts you know yeah but you can tell it's a totally different feeling like for the first time when you're having sex like on your wedding night or whatever it's it's just because you've never had anything up there before but then now that you've had a baby and you know what sex feels like you know what like pushing a baby is like if you've had stitches if you haven't had stitches yeah your pelvic floor is so changed. Some women's are too loose and then they have um, uh, prolapse and some are too tight. And then their muscles are so tight that it's really hard to have sex. And then you're like, well, what do I do? Because your doctors don't tell you about this. They don't even right. like, mention it. So then you're like a lost puppy and you're so disappointed because you were told that you were cleared and then you're totally not. And now you have to go look for answers again. And it's just frustrating. Um, but I really do hope that's not the case for this girl. I really hope uh-huh. it stayed a heck yes forever and ever. And heck yes to also like wanting sex at six weeks postpartum. That's awesome. Because I know a lot of women are just like, no, I am too I'm tired. I'm feeling like I I'm feel being gross. touched by a baby enough. Right. That too. Like there's so many reasons why women's um, sex drives don't come back right away or sex is like a touchy topic I mean even women who have traumatic birth experiences that alone is enough for them to be really like kind of traumatized to have sex because then they're like well if I get pregnant again like I don't I don't want to have another kid right now like it's just a whole realm Uh of things so that in itself is a fat heck yes I'm with you on that girl (laughs) yeah I've never like thought I would at I think at like three or four weeks postpartum I was like okay I'm ready to have sex I mean my body was not but emotionally (laughs) and hormonally I was ready (laughs) which is good because that means your um, your hormones are like good yeah back on track they're healthy yeah yeah like that's actually how your body is like you're right on track I was listening to this podcast called the spillover it's like politics podcast oh I was gonna Um, say why does that sound so familiar yeah and there was one that just came out and it was like about a woman that used to like teach sex ed um through Planned Parenthood and stuff but now she's like Christian like super based and um she I lost my train of thought hormones healthy oh yeah she was saying like when she had the talk with her son and her son was like starting to go through some changes yeah he was all worried like why is this happening to my body and she's like no this is good it means your body's doing what it was is supposed to be doing like you're right on track like yeah this is great you're right on track this This is is good good. yeah um yeah so I just liked how she put that it's like no this is good yeah Um, I just hormones are fascinating and especially like comparing this birth and Carrie's birth. And I've said this before in the podcast that I talked about Jeannie's birth. Like it's because you, you can't see hormones. You can't like, like 
for me, I'm like, I need to make sure I'm eating enough protein a day. So I make sure I have eggs and I have chicken and like, I can visualize that and like, make sure I'm getting enough protein, but like hormones are just so like abstract almost that it was really cool to see the difference between Jeannie's birth and Carrie's birth and how they just naturally did their thing when they were left untouched and how much more I've benefited from it. Yeah, it's with, hard to with tweak. it being out of my control. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's I'm, not I'm like, like you said, entirely. like I need more protein. Like I know what gives me protein. It's like, right. and you can tell, like you can tell if you feel like you yep. need more vitamin D right. or you need for some for more water. Or yeah. Like you can tell your body gives you some signs, but it's very hard to, to know tell. if you're deficient in a hormone or if they're whack or whatever. Until- Which hormone testing is so like, whether you're even close to any point in your life being sexually active, getting your hormones checked and just a blood test, typically insurance covers it blood test once a year is so important to do just to make yeah. sure like where are, like I was vitamin D deficient, like heavily. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Last year. And I like, my, um, progesterone was also super low. Well, once I got my vitamin D up, my progesterone like went right up to normal. And yeah. so, like, these things are really connected and you just, you have no idea. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know if you don't know, and you don't know what to look for half the time either, because a million different things could be pinpointers of stuff. Um, and progesterone is what you need. You need a healthy level of progesterone to get and maintain a pregnancy. So like yeah, it's super so like, important to do before you get married and before you start wanting kids and stuff. So then you're not like thrown off and are three years in going, why can't I have kids? What's going or on? Or I'm having miscarriages. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of, I mean, a lot of times it's like you're either taking progesterone shots or just, I think there's a topical cream or just like taking a pill of progesterone. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of women, that's so common to be deficient in progesterone. It's such an easy fix. It's like mm-hmm. a natural. yeah hormone that obviously it's not something that you can just get at Walgreens it's a prescription but um, right. I'm sure you can get topical progesterone at- I have no idea I mean I know this this is gonna go down a rabbit hole but I was gonna say I know that like estrogen dominance and having way more estrogen than you're supposed to have happens because of things like that you apply topically like makeups and fragrances and fragrances, fragrances. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> um, and like candles and all that stuff. So I'm sure it wouldn't, it would make sense to me if there was a topical one for progesterone. Speaking of beauty counter, non-toxic beauty, skin is your biggest organ, whether it's makeup, skincare, there's a sale right now, 15 to 25% off link in my bio to shop, DM me, sign up. I have free consultations that are 20 minutes via zoom that you can sign up for. Everything's in my bio and the sale (laughs) ends mid next week. So get your goodies. Um, (laughs) that was like, you've you've got that memorized and you just go around telling people at Walmart about it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about queen. Jesus. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. What can I say? That was impressive. Yeah. Uh, that is the best stuff though. I love beauty counter. It so. is. It is great. Do you want to talk about bespoke Catholic? Oh my gosh. Yes, dude. They're the rosary that they sent for. So they sent 
Cece and I both a rosary and mine's pink, which is very on brand. And Cece's is an emerald green, also very on brand. She just lounged back into they her knew. couch with an emerald green pillow on it. They know. They know us. <laughs> but it's at my house and it's just sitting waiting for you. Um, but they have a 10% off discount code for you guys, heck 10. And they create handmade rosaries for any sort of reason like so you basically you can custom any rosary you want with them um whether it's for a holiday a sacrament coming up a friend a specific saint I mean if you have a friend that is like we were just talking about miscarriages and stuff or pregnancy if you have a friend that's going through pregnancy and you've been praying like to Saint Gianna for her or you do some sort of novena and you want to send her a rosary that's representative of Saint Gianna you can come up with that come up with what that would look like with bespoke catholic and they'll create one with you for you for your friend and it's just super intentional and thoughtful and awesome um because heck no (laughs) well heck no to like being on the ground trying to hand make a rosary yourself when you could just collaborate with people who actually know what they're doing the amount of times i bought beads to do that and never never actually made a rosary Mm -hmm. so um one thing i was gonna say is something that i saw someone do is like um for you know whether an occasion or whatever someone had gotten like a custom rosary and then they each like let's say it is a wedding like each family member on each side of the family prayed a whole rosary on that rosary for them and they gave them that rosary okay I was gonna say that's kind of what we did do you remember for Carrie's baptism so what we do um is we'll buy a rosary for our kid before they're born and pray on that rosary during their birth pray on it the day of their baptism, pray on it the day of their first Holy Communion and then on their wedding yeah. day and then give it to them. And so now we have one for Jeannie too. And we only got through like one decade for her birth and then finished the rest afterwards. But that's always <laughs> a really cool option too. So if you have, like if you're pregnant and you have like a color that you have associated with this baby or certain things, like you could collaborate with them on that too. And it'd be super special. Yeah, I love it's that. Like an heirloom piece at that point. So, yeah. we love them all the links are in our show notes bespoke catholic heck one zero for 10 percent off love them yeah um so yeah what i was going to lead this conversation to is um well first what did what was the dm that you got the dm was basically surrounding the fact that this person has safe sex for marriage and they're really but they're really nervous and like anxious thinking about having sex for the first time and it just really like it does not put them in a good headspace to imagine having sex for the first time and I asked they said well are you in a relationship right now are you dating anyone and she said no and they said okay well then I would table that like anxiety for later because I obviously can only speak from my personal experience so when people ask me personal questions personally I reply with personal experience but for me that anxiety completely went away the minute I started dating Avery and then especially when I was engaged to him because it was just like one the conversation about sex was totally open with him and two it was my absolute best friend there was no shame about anything there was no doubt or fear about anything with him and so there was no longer this like cloud of like 
anxiety or worry or like fear over having sex for the first time because it was like well this is my best friend like we're just gonna figure it out and it's gonna be hilarious and fun and a good time and I'm like the closer you get to marriage by the time you're engaged the closer you get to marriage the more and more excited you are for it naturally so that was my advice back to her you can add anything different or agree cease but yeah I a hundred percent agree and second every, sorry, let me go closer. I a hundred percent agree and second everything you said. Like if there's not a man in the picture, um, your outlook is going to be completely different when there is. And Mm -hmm. that's literally just God's design. Um, now if you're not, if you are with a man and not sexually attracted to him and sex still makes you anxious, then that is that kind of a be, red flag. Yeah, that might be a tell, tell, tell sign. Of- Whether it's like you have a past that you need to yeah. work with and go through some emotional healing and processing with or whether it's you're just simply not attracted to him, which honestly, I see a lot of Christian couples do that and they're just not attracted. And then they're 40 with four kids and miserable. Like I've seen that a lot and um, where they're just, yeah, they're just not attracted. Like the attraction part is so important. It's like, again, like that there's a reason why we have hormones to be like attracted. You know what I mean? Like all these words. And the purity culture, I think, can really simplify things and be like, well, as long as you like, as long as he respects you and like you believe in all the same things and like, yeah, that's so important. But like, also you need to be attracted to the man that you're going to have sex with for the rest of your life. Yeah. And like, and oh, go finish, finish. Oh, no, no, you finished your thought. Well, I was going to say, and attraction obviously is going to change physically over the years, but like attraction goes beyond just physically. Like you're just like so smitten with everything about them. Like obviously physical attraction is is super important and people will just let that go by the wayside because he's a good guy. Um, But you're also going to find yourself being like so smitten with like the way that they think and the way that they communicate and all this stuff. But the physical attraction is like the initial one in Mm -hmm. dating and if that's not there and you guys are just together because you have things in common I would recommend rethinking that and like this is kind of a tangent (laughs) which sounds shallow no it's not it's not and like this is something that I get questioned about a lot is like well he's a really good guy and like what if I don't find any more like I'm not really attracted to him like should I keep dating him I'm like well were you friends before like is he just a random guy or like you know like with a random guy it's like you're just getting to know him but if you know him and you're not attracted it's like Mm -hmm. girl you're gonna break his heart get out of that like yeah that's not just something that's I mean maybe it will just click one day but if you know like eight times out of ten you see him and you're cringing like it's not gonna work um and like your man deserves for you to be attracted to him like imagine being with imagine like knowing that your significant other isn't attracted to you Right. Or just crappy would that feel or just lacking? Like, even if you didn't know it outright, just lacking that attraction, like the desire to want to be physically close to you all the time, just because they can't help it. And that's, they're just Mm -hmm. so attracted to you. Like if that just was lacking, that would be that there would be a hole. Like there's a whole leg of the relationship missing. Right. Right. So my last post was about like, uh, bank accounts oh, in a marriage. So good. Thank so you. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Check it out. It's like Patrick and I in a, our Japanese doorstep. Um, 
sorry, <laughs> on our Japanese doorstep in our Japanese air with our Japanese grass. Um, <laughs> so the bank accounts, it's like, if you're missing that physical one, like you are poor in that bank account. Like you are at a zero, possibly negative. Like you're owing money yeah. at that. You are in debt yeah. in that part. And like, do you want to be in debt? No, right. figure it out. So figure it out. Preferably before you get married, married would be great. Right. And you're going to like, you're going to fight. You're going to go through a lot of things. Oh, so yeah. you have to be attracted to them. That's a big, you're not going to, I mean, if you, if you fight with it, someone and you think they're ugly, you don't want to go and forgive, like go apologize to them. You're just moving on. You just say, sure, like, you're just like all right, whatever. I don't know. You know, but then when you're mad and then you see them walk, walk through the room, you're like, oh, oh gosh, anymore. dang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screw being mad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so true. Um, the other thing you said, I was like taking notes when you were talking, cause it was just so good. Is like, yeah, ditto. Like you will feel comfortable when it's the right guy. And again, if it's, if you don't feel, if you're engaged going into your wedding night and you don't feel comfortable one, why is yeah. it something he said? Is it something you've done? Is it something that you haven't worked through? Because that's not fair to him. If right. he's all ready to go and you're over there feeling super uncomfortable, that's not fair because you're not entering into that marital act freely and you yep. should be excited. Yep. And if you're not, that's an issue. Um, I, I think a like- lot of people don't see that, like being, being a little scared in that and, and being anxious, I think are two different things. Mm-hmm. Anxious is like, you're worrying about something scared is like you, it's something new, you know? Right. Right. And, um, yeah. So I think that's a big thing when it's the right guy, it will be so exciting. Um, and again, like if it's something from your past, like you owe it to him and to marriage and to God to work that out before that night. Right. Right. I feel like some people too, for some reason or another, don't talk about it. Uh-uh. And then they show up together on their wedding night and are like, so, and it's like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you taking a shower? Is he taking a shower? Are you, do you have lingerie? Like is right. You know what to do is uh, what right. is going on. Right. Um, and then maybe because guys, sometimes, I mean, the girls are the talkers in the relationships typically. And the girls are also typically the ones that worry more about things, whereas guys are like, I'll just figure it out as I go. So if you have actual worries and questions and thoughts and you didn't feel comfortable coming to him and talking about something that's intimate and possibly vulnerable before you're married, that's an issue. It is. Because that, is. that trickles into every other And if you feel awkward, thing. if you feel awkward, you're too young. You're too young. You shouldn't be getting married. If you feel awkward talking about sex with your fiance, now if it's your boyfriend, you shouldn't even be talking about sex with them. Or you know what I mean? Like that's just like, yes. Okay. Take that back. You should know what their sexual past is before you get married. 100%. But if you feel awkward talking about sex Mm -hmm. with your fiance, you need longer than- Press the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. This, This needs- this needs some more open communication. Um, yeah. And like a, a good marriage prep would walk you through that. Um, but the other thing I was going to say, and this will probably burn the internet, um, but here it comes is like, I, so many 
natural family planning Facebook groups and stuff. And there's like posts and I, I was in them, I don't know, a year ago, a year and a half ago. And I just had to leave because it made me really upset is like, um, girls being like, I'm so scared for my wedding night. Like, I'm so worried if I'll be ovulating and then we'll get pregnant. And like, I just Mm. don't want to have a honeymoon baby. And like, maybe we'll just like, wait. And like, I'm just so scared. And like, we're just so anxious about that. And like, it's like, shouldn't that be a telltale sign that something is wrong here? Right. Something is off. Something is being looked at super incorrectly. And it's sad because God would not want you to unite in that way uh, and, and be fearful the entire time. Right. Right. Like, how are you opening, how are you even entering into that marital act freely at that point? Mm, And if if you're scared or like not scared, if you're fearful and tense that night, it's not going to work. Right. It's actually not going to work. Actually good luck. Like it really is. The physical part will, it won't go in. Okay. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's a good point. But besides the point, if you're entering into your marriage and you're counting the days of like, okay, we're going to plan the wedding here. Cause hopefully I won't ovulate here and da, da, da. It's like, why are you getting married then? Yeah. Yeah. If you are so, so scared to have a child and create that out of love with your new husband, why are you getting married? Yep. I knew where this is going when you said NFP and I already was, was agreeing with you. (laughs) It makes me so sad. I cannot imagine going into my wedding day being like, oh my gosh, what if I'm ovulating? Like, can we not have sex tonight? And then like the first thing, one of the first conversations with you have that you have with your now husband is denying him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also think at that point, then you negate the fact that God does play a role in the timing of your children. Mm-hmm. Because at that and point, yeah. you've decided that like, obviously, if we have sex and I'm ovulating, I'm going to get pregnant and I can't do that right now. And I just can't. And you just take it into your own hands. And it's like, that's, that was never the point of marriage uh, or the unit of act. Or no, it was never the intended just even the sign, how do you make decisions? What brings you anxiousness and fear and what brings you peace? Yeah. I go the way of peace because the thing of anxiousness and fears of the devil. Right. Right. Exactly. That's how you make any decision. Right. And so if you're entering into that night with that anxiousness of what if I get pregnant or whatever, you're clearly not ready to get married. Right. Because you made a vow on that altar a few hours before you're in bed with your husband that you're open to life. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be faithful and fruitful. Yep. And it makes me really sad because then what you said, Megan is like, I totally agree. Is like the fear um, of then not having that trust in God Mm -hmm. is like, I think a big misconception too is like just if you have sex when you're ovulating you're getting pregnant right it doesn't happen every time I mean some people might be fertile myrtle but like right right (laughs) but then at that point that's God's gift to you so (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of people wishing they were you um but 
Yeah. I mean, also like worrying about that wedding night, talk about fun sucker. Like oh, true. <laughs> Just on a like an entertainment vibe level. killer. Yeah. <laughs> an enjoyment. Yeah. That would like not be nothing good. is less sexy than than being anxious about trying to be sexy. Right. Right. <laughs> It's so true. That, that's why I went back to the heck yes about like postpartum being like cleared and all that stuff. And I was like, I hope it really does work because that alone can like suck the fun out of sex. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like would kill the mood like, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. But it won't, oh. it doesn't necessarily kill the mood because like that's so part of it. Like you're still connecting. Like I think a lot of times too, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way is like, people will look at sex and they're like, cause I was reading this book it's called seven principles of marriage. And they mentioned this in it, but they're not Catholic, but it was a really, really good point is like, people get so wrapped up in like orgasm, 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 like mm. we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to get there. Yeah. Da, da, da. And they're forgetting that there's also connection happening. Yes. Yep. And like, that is also a big part of it is the connection. Yep. Yep. And it's looked at as like mission-based instead yeah. of connection-based. Yep. Um, and I was like, wow, that's a really good point and really good terminology for that. I like that they said that because then that plays into why foreplay is important, why lingerie is experience okay and important, right? why, yeah, the whole thing. And it not just being like, a, well, we have to have sex. We haven't had it in a while or we're trying to have a kid. So like, or hurry up. Happening. We got to get like, yeah, yep. just yeah, like exactly. Transactional. Mission, yeah. Transaction accomplished. <laughs> I thought that's what you're gonna say. <laughs> that's where I was going, and you said transaction. I was like, yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that that was really good. And just back to like um, the DM you had is like we there's can be two extremes of like be a floozy, have sex with everyone, like embrace your sexuality at like age eight. <laughs> Thanks, public school. Yeah. Or it's like sex is bad. Like keep yeah. your legs closed. Like you know, right, right. Chastity belts and like <laughs> never look at a man. You'll get pregnant. You'll get chlamydia and die. Like oh my gosh, <laughs> they say that in Mean Girls. Okay. Oh, okay. You'll get chlamydia and die. Um, but yeah, it's like, and with anything in life, extremes are not good. Mm-hmm. We we're talking anything. about that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. In anything, like if you're, for instance, like totally living in the world, like completely like forgetting about any sort of religion, that's an extreme. Or if you're like super, super heavy religious, moving out to like an isolated farm, leaving everyone, leaving a whole community. It's just you and your nine kids, and like you're just you have no one around you to hold you accountable and you're just like mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere like that's also extreme and like neither both of those bad. are good yeah yeah exactly so um yeah and so just the whole extreme sex is bad it's like yeah no wonder girls are freaking out and like mm -hmm. this is something too that i've actually it did not happen for me think like praise god but um there's a lot of sorry there's like big wind it's I didn't know it was happening really windy over here. Um, but I've had friends go into their wedding night who were virgins. 
um, even not actually, they just waited for their husband. Like they didn't, their, their husband didn't, they didn't have sex. Yeah. Actually take that back. Also people who they, the couple had sex, but then didn't for years, um, but until they got married that they had a hard time having sex their wedding night because they felt so guilty because they've mm. people, other people or them have like dug into their head and wired into their brain that like sex is bad. Sex is bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yep. So they're, they're like still in that mindset while having sex mm-hmm. with their husband. Yep. And obviously like, you'll grow out of that, but it's really sad because you don't know that's going to happen until it happens. Uh-huh. And the only thing you can do is really reshape your mindset about sex is beautiful. Um, but in the right time and right place, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which right like, person. I mean, there's so many things that can be good, but they have to be in the right time and the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, like paprika, <laughs> if I was- <laughs> If I were to just eat that straight, hated not good. analogy about waiting for sex with paprika. <laughs> if I were to just eat that, sniff that, ingest it, not great. If I were to sprinkle that on a sunny side up egg with some hashy browns, real good. Right time, right place. <laughs> that was perfect. You nailed it. You nailed, nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, this is good. Let's see. Um, yeah, would love feedback on this, but remind them about <laughs> next week. Oh, yeah. Episode. We need your best confessions. Everyone, Cece's got one about a nail salon that she wants to talk about. Forgive um, me, Father, for I have sinned. Oh, no. <laughs> Not those kind of confessions. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, let's clear that up. No, just like you're funny, like learned about later on and didn't know when you did it kind of thing or. Just anything that you haven't told a lot of people, you can call in anonymously, you could text, you could- It has to be funny, funny, embarrassing. Yeah. Like if you were to say it in person to us, your face would turn red or you couldn't finish it from laughing, like that kind of thing. We are excited and we'll come with our own. We're going to have to do some brainstorming, but we want to hear it from you guys. Cece, hit them with the number. What in the dang heck at gmail.com. Please don't DM us because we probably won't see it. Um, or you can text us or call us at 312-775-2615. Again, keep it short and sweet. And uh, hopefully this, this conversation actually did not scare me where it went. Um, it so, didn't either. I was actually pretty happy with where it went. <laughs> yeah, I feel good, feel good about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll I hear what our I, editors say. <laughs> looking that up. I feel oh, like I never I do. I would want to hear this two years ago. Oh, totally. I mean, two years ago, I'm I'm still married, so maybe three three for me. But yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, totally. Two kids in, two kids in versus <laughs> newlywed with uh, with not even being able to have sex. To so. talk. Um, so yeah, okay. yeah good. Okay. It's going well. <laughs> and on that note we'll see you guys next week <laughs> bye thanks a ton for listening to the what in the dang heck podcast make sure you call our hotline subscribe leave a rate and review and might as well follow us on instagram while you're at it <laughs>